back on part two all right wow so those of you who have listened to part one we actually didn't leave anywhere <laughs> yeah, we didn't at all we, we're, we're keeping just talking just we just stopped talking for one second to, to <laughs> drink funny beer ice like, coffee and put another dip in i think fucking jj and i went on for maybe like 40 minutes and i think sean was diving down looking at some like evidence med- based medicine stuff I, and we thought he was recording but we just kept talking yes yeah, and you probably missed some of the best it's stuff. not because i it just wanted to yeah and went on to the mattress right i was yep. looking at all the negativities of that it was actually like um, he was KG and I was Kyle, and it was the best song in the world. Um, but we can't remember the best song in the world, so this is going to be just a tribute. That's a, so there you go. Okay, hey, hey. And we're a cover band. Yeah. So thank you for coming. Straight Voltage, man. CCP one, we totally forgot. Yeah. That people should, if they need like a mnemonic or they need that cheat sheet that we don't like a whole bunch, but yeah. if you're going to do a cheat sheet, do yeah. a cool cheat sheet, yes. which would then be DMX. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, uh, what we're going to do on there is he basically, in one of his songs, which will give you approximately 20 seconds to figure out which song, so just say it out loud. Yeah, the one. Wait, what are we doing? The, the, the one DMX song that he yeah. talks about how to yeah. do a CCP. Mm-hmm. And most people don't realize yeah. that DMX does right. CCP. Yeah, just like Missy Elliott, right? Like Teaches yeah. you how to yeah. use a mutter hitch, right? Yeah. Is it worth it? Can you work it? Can you hang down, flip it, and reverse, reverse it, it, right? Then we found out that she actually did say... Reverse the, it was just to reverse. reverse the whole yeah. thing, man. Thanks. Just like a mutter, right? It's always yeah. going to end up in the right way. Yep. DMX talks about it with what song? What do you have to do? Number one, stop. Yeah, drop. Shut them down. down. Open up shop. shop. That shop is your CCP, my friend. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shop is your CCP. Yep. And DMX is out of he's out of federal prison yeah. now. He's back in Greer. Yeah, that's back in Greer, CCP. South Carolina, man. Yeah, that's our CCP. Yeah, we're gonna go looking for him when we get yeah. back. If we can do, if we can do a video cast he, with DMX, and like I just want to do like a not video and have him barking in the back and shit. Yeah, doing like the Rough Riders anthem. Hell yeah! I just want him to ride a motorcycle with no shirt and have Sean ride behind him with a helmet on. <laughs> Dude, like on the bitch side yeah. or something like that. That'd be hysterical. <laughs> That'd be He's, you know what's funny though, man? It's like, have you seen the pictures like of him going to jail? Because I mean, we see it quite a bit, yeah. just because he's kind of a local dude. But uh, I'm just dude, not into like he's news just gray. It's LA news. He's just gray. Uh, LA news is the best <laughs> news, like, man. We go to LA, man, and it's like every, every there's morning. A, there's a cop yeah, chase ends yeah, up in somebody's front yard a and jewel heist and oh. like someone's car crashed into grandma's living room and killed four people yeah. and then the cops like ram some other car off the 405 and that's why it takes me ten hours. I think they might all. I'll be fake news from Hollywood. They could and be. that's why, like, the, like the, the, but it just makes me feel better about you know, like being in the car forever. Four like, it's like if, you know. But it didn't really happen. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Maybe I don't know. Just think. So what we were talking about? Who knows? Right. X giving it to us. Is, it, well, that's weird, <laughs> right? That's weird. And he just got out of jail. So <laughs> and weirdly enough, I don't know if you guys know, JJ just got out of jail, and yeah. I think he was with the MX. And, and California, you uh, can't uh, say prison bitch is prison person. That is a prison person. You're a prison person. I'm gonna make Wait, you my which, prison person. Which sounds too much like prison purse. So I don't. No, or a prison wallet. Yeah. I prefer a wallet. Yeah. Who was talking about the Civil War thing? Dude, me. Was that you uh, today? Yeah. Like yeah. today? Oh, dude. Was, was I remember when David was little and he was in the Boy Scouts, we okay. went to the Civil War thing, right? And they had this brass thing. For spies. Yeah. For, for people that got injured, they would take this brass thing, unscrew it, put secret messages, and then shove it up the casualty's ass. 
Do you guys teach that at Chase Thompson? Uh, no, we don't. Okay, um, that, you, maybe you should. That would be under the UW block. So, yep, that's that's where your that's where your teachable C card is going to go in UW. I think so. Don't be a patient in UW. I think. Don't, I think. Yeah. I think. Wasn't that one of the problems with one of the yeah. three original yeah. uh, TC three writers? Maybe anyway, I don't know. Actually, uh, so well, yeah, well, Oh yeah. Um, that, yeah. I'll, I'll, that was up uh, fully. But mm, I mean, yeah, so many so reverse it. Yep. Missy Elliott. This. Uh, we're so, talking about training. We're talking about the commando medics. Yeah. Stuff. So. And how to drill down to get somebody who to be a master of the basics when usually the basics is what people ignore and they want to go to like oh, I just want to know fasciotomies. It's like yeah, I so want to do. Something. I want to straight surgery so or whatever. Thing meant like for us like like we'd have to like it got to the point where like hey we have to request for support right so we need like more medics because we just didn't have enough. This one hurts me. It, well, I'm sorry. I know it's true. It's true. I, it hurts me too. It like, hurts it's true. Me too. It's true. And so it got so, to the point where we're just doing true. it, trying to get 18 deltas. It's just like, hey, like they've got the skills, they can do it. And then like it's a crap. They have the skills man. that pay, pay the, the bills. bills. Yeah, okay. but it's like, nah, not really. But um, <laughs> it's like, that was the problem. But here's the thing: we were like, supposed to have the skills, but we weren't. But they had bills. no system that kept them in line, right? Um, so like you weren't quite sure what you're getting. It's like this, like fucking, you're playing Russian roulette, man. Like you spin it, and like, hey, like. You might get this dude that like shows up and his eight bags like this uh, coin purse, mm-hmm. and it's got like a like I don't know like maybe a bandage and a tourniquet, and it's like hey man like and no IV lines yeah no IV lines sorry you, you can play yeah. for a second yeah. but it's like hey like you're 18 Delta he's like yeah man fucking superior firepower it's the best medicine I'm a shooter first it's like yeah man well we got a lot of shooters I need someone to fucking like do some fucking like. Trauma shit. medicine man Point of injury Like fucking rock this shit And it's like hey, I kind of don't need you Like so next yeah. And then so then You get the other guy That's like hey He shows up And it's like the 18 Delta MD Right He's like He talks a talk And he's like He shows up And it's like We're like interviewing for a job works. man Like hey you want to roll This fucking Some cool shit And he's like Oh yeah I just read this study About fucking Blah 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 And I'm like In the back of my mind I'm like science 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 Boring 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 <laughs> Yep Got Mr. Borophil yeah, over here yeah. Talking about God knows what <laughs> And all All Sean wants to do Is make out with me Look at the brain, I'm here huh? to I'm here to Save casualties What ain't Not to make out with you Alright Right And so like I'm sitting there Boring 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 I really want to go kill people This is boring 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 And then like And then you get them And then it's like And then you're like Hey you're working at CCP Yeah And, and then it's like Some dude squirting Fucking blood everywhere yeah, there's this bald dude who's been talking about medicine all day, and all of a sudden he's talking with doctors he, and, and working. And he's like, uh, "Well, I've never actually used kind of gauze, so could uh, John? Could you go ahead and like Show put me. this on there and, and use it? Because I don't know, bro. He's dying." Hey, it's like, like everything. No like, just get out of the way. Like, I'll it's get like this everything done. you do, you take your and hand, you fucking stick it in there. You yeah. fucking hey, this like, this little fucking like thing, and you push it down. And when your finger touches it, and they're like one side pushes onto the other side, bleeding stops. And when you pick it up, it squirts in your face. Hey, kinda, like, and then from there, like you solve the problem. Like right, like you stop it, and now you're going. I know. Okay, so that's like, yeah. Your book's not a uh, like a tactile thing or anything. But you know, I meant hopefully talking you too loud, that. too close to the microphone. Did I like get into the red? I wasn't um, looking, man, but okay. maybe I don't so. know what to do with my hands. No. <laughs> so it's like, so you get those, t- yeah. <laughs> I get nervous, I get sweaty. Yeah. Sit on them. Sit on them. Yeah. <laughs> He's foreign. Well, yeah. We did learn that Sean can change his face, so, so at least you got that going for So it. as a medic, um, like, you're sitting there, like, as an 18 Delta, especially, like, you have these two dudes. So it's like, this dude doesn't give a shit about being a medic, but he's still a medic, and he's just kind of rolling out, and he doesn't, it's like, his aid bag's full of shit. He's full of shit, and like you're kind of stuck with him, right? Yeah. And you got the other guy that like doesn't sound like he's full of shit. He breathes really well, but like he does a bunch of other shit well too. Like uh, I don't know what. Like maybe like he just runs to the gym and does snatches. No, he doesn't even do those. He's a uh, but. Yeah, he's like really good at freaking. It's a candy shell. Right? It looks like, like there's nothing inside. Melon head and beaker, basically. And so what you, know? you need is you need that guy that fucking actually owns his fucking business 
and fucking has the skills to pay the bill. And so like we got to a point where like we started requesting like we want ranger medics and we want ranger medics because like yeah. and that's they have works. a culture, right? Yeah. And their culture is hey, I'm a, I'm a medic. Right? Yeah. And so like us as soft medics, I want to start a culture where like you're proud to be a medic and you actually care about things that matter at point of injury mm-hmm. on the battlefield. You're treating your guys and you, you're just a professional man. Yeah. So that's what the thought for me is like, hey, the commando medic. Mm-hmm. The commando medic's the guy that can do assault, he can do recce, he can do unconventional warfare and those are the three I'm like, I think we'll stick to because prolonged field care falls in there too. Yeah, I think, yeah, and absolutely. Those things, but I think the three mission sets that you have to deal with as a soft medic and if you own it are assault, which is direct action yep. and then recce, which is kind of like an unknown, like you're out there patrolling whether it's on vehicles, yeah, it's, it's just every day. It's almost like every day. Like, yeah, like sick you, call, you know, sick call, yeah. you know, partner forces, and then it's, it's like, and then DW, yeah. which is, so for me, those are the three facets of medicine that you have to own as a soft medic. And if you can master those three and find the basics and own it and have pride in what you do, that's the commando medic, man. Like, that's, and it's like, you know, it's like, hey, there's no, there's no pride in it, but there should be, man. Yeah. Like, well, like, like Slim someone saying, has to do that yeah. job, and dudes are going to keep deploying, get into fucking harm's way, and they need the fucking dude on their side that can fucking step up and take control of the situation when shit goes sideways. Absolutely. So, you know, like like Slim Shady asked, like, you know, real commando medic, please stand up. So, Sean's already got it. So, thanks, Sean. Yeah, I, we got uh, this whole thing, I wrote it up, and uh, we'll put it on there, man. It kind of goes through this, the same thing we just been talking about, but that's it right there, man. Like, if you're the commando medic, just start stepping up and, like, let's start as a community embracing that and pushing it forward because I don't know like, what do you think I think but like, I'll, I'll say one thing I love it like, in there is like absolutely. even that diagram that mind map that we're doing is to, to be able to shift between where you're talking from direct action to, to recce to UW or anything like that like you need to own the context you need to understand down yep. to the minutia you need to know the anatomy and physiology of the environment on that to be able to dictate how you're going to plus up or and, down and you need your kit and what that, yeah, on that loadout things, these gimmicks and the things that people push on you like yeah, Bullshit, man. Like, right. me out in an OP or me on an assault. Like, that doesn't have any context to what I'm doing. And, and, and what's crazy about it is... Reboa, like... Yeah. That's like, what I got 10 minutes to get this dude to fucking heal. Like, am I going to fucking dive into my Reboa fucking kit? Not only that, but, like, I've got, I've got like, two weeks a year... It sounds like, like, it like Reboa sounds yeah. like what I did with my fucking Lorenzoscope a long time ago. At yeah. band camp? Fucking threw it away. It was a flu. One time at band yeah. camp, yeah. Um, actually, twice, because... I wasn't sure if I liked it the first time. Um, so I'm you know, sorry, the is, like, I'm not a rebel guy. Apparently. Yeah. So the thing is, like, just like a lot of the other stuff, there's probably a place for it, right? It's just right. not in it's my right. realm that I've hit yet. Maybe who knows? So we'll take it from, from from TECC, right? right. So CTEC, we were looking at it and right. we had it briefed up. And with that, it wasn't actually for the provider pre-hospital. Right. It was actually for like if you have a shooting in let's say Platte Canyon, which happens one trauma center, and that's it. Yes. Is it's for doctors DR, at that place that they can do a rapid stabilization to get them to a trauma yes. center to surgery, and it's in a hospital that's not prepared right. for that event that occurred in that small town. Mm-hmm. And yep. now we're what hospital is all those people from that active shooter event going to, that's small town hospital and it's a way to be, give them a capability of these emergent people that they can yep. get a quick civilization so and get them another to another for hospital. Soft, for, soft, for soft though, I'll give you one more mm-hmm. um, possible take is um, we're used to this like robust FST, ERST, GHST, whatever, right? This All these mature battlefields. So like basically cougars. Um <laughs> Damn, you gotta fucking be able to fucking navigate that. Yeah, shit. that's just as not a good right? one for David to understand. Yeah, you gotta want to pay because they do laundry mm-hmm. and they know what they want, <laughs> right? So and they make cook, buddy. Yeah, uh, so it works out. But anyway, drinks. Reboa, in that case, I'll take 
something preferably not the uh, perfume in a bottle, but I will drink it. You guys can't drink perfume in a bottle. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I'll drink the rest of this. I'm good. All right. So anyway. Water? Those aren't robust anymore. So now you're down to like one surgeon, one CRNA, whatevers. Who knows, right? But you got two or three patients. Well, then maybe that surgeon could go ahead and drop a remote. I'm going to just rock this in my... That's uh, part of a triage protocol. Right. Because he's holding on. time. He's like, hey, I need... So it's almost like, not quite DCR or RDCR, you know, but it's it's that concept, right? I'm buying myself another hour to two hours. Yep. If you're going to do a soft medic on that focus, man, especially if you're 18 Delta, like, spend some time and learn some shunts. Because it's the same skill set, basically, you know, difficult, hard to maintain, but it's something you can use in UW. It's something you can buy more than a couple hours with. It's got to be, and you can dance to it. Dance to it. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's important. Mm -hmm. I think the thing that, like, remembers, like, this Reboa thing, like, it's kind of being pushed a little bit. Like, it's this, like, play and forget thing. Right. And it's, like, a fast one, like... Pop it like, hey man, fucking pop it like it's hot. Yep, high five top, like just save the world. Yeah, Boom. but like, hey man, like you actually have to practice. It's that is a skill, man. Like that's mm-hmm. not something you just like show up with. Like I'm gonna buy this and stick my aid bag and like I'm gonna do some rubella. Yep, like it's not a thing. Yeah, I, I think actually that's gonna be my next shirt. Is I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, do some, some rubella. rubella. <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm gonna put on there, but it'll be pretty awesome. Um, Maybe more usable than the croc, but yeah, it's still <laughs> it's not. Or, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, Yes. The croc is very usable. It's a croc. That's a like, croc shit. Like, crocs, like, as in, like, I think that's the closest thing to shower shoes that the Army finally has. Maybe that's what it is. It, it is a shower shoe. Like, or it's when just I a first saw the croc, I so, was yeah. so excited because I thought it was, like, a, a fucking reloader. <laughs> I was like, damn, they got me a reloader. Yeah, nice. Like, it's like, it's made out of plastic. This so. is a medical device? Yeah. Like, what do I do with this thing? Like, I, I was about to bolt this in my fucking I thought it was. Bench. I thought it, the Inquisition had started again, and I actually started hiding. This shit's about to get ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's what I thought. I thought I could have taken my fingernails out. Where was I? Fuck. You're lost in my beard. Look at it. Look it's, at it. It's, 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 it's straight it's again. The Bermuda though. Triangle. Yeah. Looking it's there. A, yeah. He's got a new beard. I don't know what the bottom line on that one it's is. A bomb, so dude, it's Why are you looking? Why aren't you looking? Look in his beard. Oh, that was awkward. Yeah, the big bushy beard. <laughs> I felt yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, See that? Yeah. If yeah. Triangle, I would have seen sparks flying. It's a Bermuda Triangle. A lot of dudes have gotten lost in this thing, man. Yeah, that's all right. You and me going fish in the dark, you know? Like, <laughs> you no, know, we're talking just the usefulness or the lack of what, yeah, what so is what is the context where like it can the be context of that. And so, bottom line is, if you need to buy yourself a couple of hours and you're a surgeon, sure. If you're not, then you use shuns, you use other things because right now it's hard enough to get guys to the Sacramento Sea, now the brand new SFMSC. They only get three weeks. I was weeks. kind of laughing, man. I was like, I mean, the last time I went, like, dudes were still trying to figure out how to, like, fucking drop ketamine. Right. Right. You know, like, so things are constantly changing. And now we're changing. Boa. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. And I yeah, also, maybe let's figure out procedural sedation before we start, like, fucking cutting fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, dudes, are, dudes can't remember how to do anesthesia. But well, let's go ahead and do so, Reboa. Let's like, throw in some advanced, like, medical things that need sedation. Like, you're managing, like, three or four systems yeah, got, five at once. So okay. it just doesn't make sense, man. And the other thing I, I found is, like, when somebody's, like, constantly telling me how great something is, um, religion or otherwise, like, maybe it's not as exciting and awesome as, as you thought it was. Like so this, pitch. Yeah, so this, like, love of Reboa, like, why do you have to keep telling? Like, Reboa should be so amazing that I'm like, bro, give me that fucking Reboa. Yeah. But I'm not. And no, nor is any other soft medic out there. So does that mean, like, somehow we just trained and recruited 
hundreds of it's like that thing, man. Like you see something, it's got to pass the operational BS test. Man. Yeah, like you look at something, and it's just not and massive, you're just bro. like. I don't. Yeah, I don't it smells like the shirt I try to give David. Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, it's like that thing's got to go in your aid bag. Yeah. I mean, you appreciate it. Yeah, and I mean, that was, which I is great. That. That but was awesome. it definitely did not smell good. No. Yeah. It didn't pass the test. No. The whiff test. Yeah. Yeah. Test. yeah. That's something. He was like, <laughs> hard pass, bro. Appreciate it, though. <laughs> All right. Where are we at with this now? Reboa. Yeah. So back to training right is yep. where that's what we're trying to focus on here so we've kind of recapped a little bit of like different chit chats that we've had from the last group our last uh, podcast and we're back on trying to focus on how do we make sure that in the VUCAT right mm-hmm. we actually apply medicine to the environment mm-hmm. right so and I think uh, we'll take a pause I th- we haven't even touched on like Safe to fail thing. Yeah. yeah so why don't you dive thank into that? You. That's, 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 that's a big. It's thing. almost like we were like reading yeah. each other's minds, but we weren't. No. So yeah. go for it. Like, so that, that, so we kind of went in. So I'll give an example of just of what we dealt with last week. And so you know what we we're trying to do is is train some guys that already have a background in rope. To a little be, background. A little background in rope, just but to, to be dangerous kind of stuff. Or? A little bit more than that. They're, okay. Like they're, they're beyond that. But they were going to. They, they went to the rope master to to be able to go back to their agency and be the one who conducts training okay. internally. Okay. So trainer training, right? And so with that, you had to go through two things. Is one, what do you train your guys, and what are those key performance parameters that they need to be trained in, right? And so you get into a couple things that the main three that they were focusing on, right, is being able to get people to be able to do soft starts or low profiles edge management and regular repels for access to windows, balconies, things like that. If somebody's placing a charge or somebody's trying to take a peek in a window, whatever that is, um, or just for an access uh, type of thing uh, to, to move into an area versus being able to do a dynamic egress on a bailout type of type of situation where something bad is found in this building like we need to evacuate quick before it blows up or something. Um, so those were the two vertical descent type of things. And then being able to get casualties out, which is typically done through a lower. So that's that was their main training focus for what they're going to do operationally. But the instructors have to know a whole bunch more. One is how to run a program, how to run safeties, how to do edge transitions and, and protect the uh, rope and things like that during trainings being able to train their people to be able to do those things that that they identified, but also how to do solid anchors because when you're first teaching your guys how to repel, you don't want them going off real sketchy anchors, right? Pushing the limits of their equipment. You want them to be comfortable enough that they can do those edge transitions, know that if they accidentally slip or, or, or have too much slack in there when they're going over the edge and they dynamically load it, that that anchor is not going to fail. So in those type of things, we do that that basically fail-safe environment. So we have bomber anchors, um, and all we're worried about is their technique going over that edge, right? And then what we want to do is once they get the rhythm and they're not having to think about that as much, now they can think about these anchors that I have on top of a tower are not what we're going to run into in real life, right? I'm going to have to get creative sometimes on what I use for an anchor and get out. Sometimes, you know, even in a bailout, especially when, like, the call's made over the radio right now for everybody to get out and you're bailing out, your anchor selection is going to be very limited because of just the environmental stress that's in. And and now you're under environmental pathology. You can only use what the environment gave you. So wherever you are in that building, Whatever anchors right there, like you may have to become creative, right? You may have to have that rope go over multiple corners to be able to hold the load of people jumping out on there. Uh, there I go again, man. Hold the load, right? Take the load, whatever. Take the load, yeah, take yeah. the load. Hey, when you get to the top, Ryan will get you off. 
on the roof. And uh, and so <laughs> now what we're able to do is now we have to create a, basically a safe-to-fail environment. So you may do that by trying to run your load transfers with a mannequin on there, right? Because now you know if all hell breaks loose, you're trying to try new techniques, you're trying to push the limits of your gear. If the mannequin falls, really no harm, no foul, man. You know not to use that technique, right? And you're going to improve on the next one. If you are the one trying different anchors and stuff, maybe we're putting a belay line on you or we're putting a secondary line on you. Um, so you can say, hey, how far can I push throwing my carabiner with a knot on the end of it for my bailout rope into a bathroom, slamming the door and hitting four edges, including the windowsill, front end of the windowsill and the terminal 90 degree uh, windowsill. And will that hold in that situation? Um, and now when you're pushing the limits of your techniques and your equipment, you have to create this, this safe to fail or else you're not pushing it. Right, and that's what we see so much is people come up with one or two techniques, and they're like, "This is what our team does." The problem is, is that may be great when you're training on tower, but you are completely dependent on the environment. The environment always has a say, and you know we can go back to the the early '90s uh, rescue used in the meat anchor with FDNY. Right, they had nothing. Dude gets on his back. And two dudes lay on top of them. They send a guy over That's to do awesome a pickoff, man. It was bomber, man. And then Rescue once they did that one, they had, yeah, William Shatner, man, right? Rescue 911. Uh, but that was, that was baller, man. And uh, the environment didn't give them crap for an anchor. So yeah. they had to do the rescue. This guy was going to jump out because of smoke inhalation. So you are always dependent on that nonlinearity of the environment, right? We can't predict where we're going to be, what's going on at that time. And so your depth of game better be there and understanding the physics of, of how things roll. So moving from that fa- that fail safe environment when you're first instructing you want people to have confidence in what they're doing but then you want them to be able to push the limits so you've got to convert over to that to that safe to fail to where they can start pushing it and and be like i don't know if this is gonna work all right put a put a secondary or safety line on you or do this or do that and we that's what we used to do with bed sheets before we kind of got that nailed out is when we're doing bed sheet bailouts with electrical cord and this and that doing complete improv like until we got it nailed down i mean we were pushing limits on it so on a more broad like a spectrum of that like I remember like a distinct point so I'll start talking about like that whole command medic thing like being professional mm-hmm. like testing your limits like making sure like you own like your game right I remember it was like my aid bag was always the same like I was like we'll be doing like full mission profiles like rehearsals like whatever the hell we're doing and like I was yeah. like I'm kind of afraid like my aid bag's not quite working for this context but I'm really afraid like, to I don't want to do something different it. yeah like, or I, I'm I've always got, like, bringing like way more than I need yeah and so, like, I remember it was, this, it was this distinct moment where I was like, I'm getting ready to do this. I'm like, all right, I'm going to switch my bag because I don't think this works. I'm going to change it. And this was like, it's not like a little, like, this is like we have aviation. We have the whole world around us. And I remember, like, that point, like, we got to, like, the helo. And, like, all my boys were like, yo, where's your bag, man? Yeah, I'm right. like, fuck, man, maybe I should have brought my bag. But I was like, no, nah, fuck it, run with it. Like, yeah. I, I know what I'm doing. And it's like, but you have to be like, that's also that environment. Creating a safe to fail to try and do things. It's like because you're training, right? Yep. Yeah. So you can fail in training as long as you say, hey, guess what? Don't do it again. Yeah. yeah. Like learn from your mistakes and move on. Yeah. But it's like it was this mental switch I had to do. It's like I can fail in this. Yep. Like, and you like, know my principles and are right, I think. I, and if they're not, I'll adjust it and I'll throw this idea away. But it was like this weird thing where I had to kind of like walk the plank and then just step in because like and, if and I don't find do it, up, yeah. I won't get better. Yep, exactly. But it was like, and I got there and everyone's like, hey, where's your bag? Like, you good? We good? I'm like, yeah, we're good, man. We're good. Yeah. And but it's like, it, but it is like as a medic, like you're the only one that knows what you're doing and everyone else is like, Hey, why is doc changing his shit? Yeah. All they know is, and so you, so and you've got to be super confident in that change. It's like, no, bro, we're good. Like because roll. now that like that's also changing their, the environment, right? Yeah. If the environment is now unstable, un, untrusting. Hey, doc's got something weird people, going on. Like they're like, Oh shit. Cause I think, he, people I think, are I think he just signed a suicide pack with somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bad. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I saw him just give his Xbox away. Yeah. Um, 
So, <laughs> no, but I mean, it's like that's yeah. the thing too. It's like Sean was talking about like setting up safeties for training and stuff like that. Yeah. But as you're training, training is designed to make you better and make your stuff better. So like that's safe to fail. Like your team, your guys have to be like, hey man, I'm pressing new stuff. I got it covered. Don't worry about it. But like, yeah. if, if it doesn't work right, AR me and we'll get it better because I'm trying to improve this. And and so that's also that so, safe to fail. So we should probably talk AARs here in a second. And, yeah. and, and but HRO one, a bit. yeah, nature. Um, but AARs need to like we need to change, especially on the civilian side. What what we it consider an AAR because it needs to be brutal yeah. type of audit. It should and, and encouraged. And it should. And we should all be able to like uh, freaking have a beer afterwards. But it needs to but be. But at some point in that AAR, you should be thinking about like walking off the wood line and sucks on your Glock. You're exactly right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, I look, just totally like, everybody and you tear in your freaking. Yeah, and like, and you know all the little things you've done like wrong. And you're like, if I don't say these things, like someone else is gonna fucking call me. And I am gonna have to go suck star my block. Yeah. Right, and, 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 and so you see people I'll jump into the position and talking about how shitty they did. Yeah, but own it, like, and and do it in your vignette. Not just in ARs though, right? Like in in SOMSA. Sorry, I got that right. wrong last time. And you're doing your vignettes, like, own it. Say, hey, these are these are the mistakes I've made because that's how. And I think that's one of the best things is back in the day at SOMA, man. Um, SOMSA. Some stuff. Well, back in the day, so, yeah. back in the day, it was so yeah, dark. And so what I what I dug is used to suck. Used to have a kind of a round table, and I remember um, this was when uh, like how we said that used to suck. Used to suck. Yeah. So there's an organization within used to suck that used to have a great round table at Soma, and uh, and I've learned man. lessons learned. And I remember uh, now that he's he's gone on to a bunch of other stuff, but F man yeah. uh, gave a phenomenal That's one, and it just showed really. all his screw ups. It just literally showed a, a guy on a litter that came off. It was all on helmet cams, man. They came off the front, but dude, that was what's so valuable is showing like okay this dude is with this organization man that's like that badass and he's and showing the mistakes he made so you don't make them and that was huge you're like dude you, you, it made them more baller yeah you know because they're that's like the holy thing, crap like, that can happen man that can happen and you know? everybody gains way more from that than like hey bro this one time everything worked out i don't really know why but it just did and look look how cool it was yeah like check, check this out yeah um back to uh, fairy dust just bring yeah, yeah. on it man yeah it's good yeah, yeah, it is, and I think the the context goes. And but going back real quick to to what you're saying is when you're looking at those different things is understanding the the anatomy of that. And when you talked about changing your bag, I think that was big because we did the same thing for how much stuff do we really need to carry on our harness? So we're out in Utah, and we've got like a really far, far, far evac time. Like in that area with those skinny ass canyons, like if you get hurt, you're probably looking at somewhere between a 12 and 24 hour evac time to to get in, find you, and then get you out. Then going out to Italy and doing these things. We're even further out. And so we were looking at it and we almost handled it like a dope book, man. And you can do the same thing with your aid bag. You can do the same thing with your IFAC and things like this. If you're looking to isolate and just look at what you're doing. So we wanted to carry the least amount of shit on us as we could. So do like that right there. Like one thing that drives me nuts when people ask me like, hey, can you check out my aid bag or like what's in there? Right. I'm like, hey, what's your packing list? Like what are your capabilities? And they're like, I don't know. What capability? What's your in-state capabilities? Yeah. And what do you want me to tell you? Like, I don't know what you need. You don't know where you're at. You don't know going you're gonna do a train scenario like you didn't know what's your started. team dynamic what are your so, IFACs at what do you have with this what, 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 how far like, out are you from you yeah and know who you are like that's something I, I harp on all the time teaching the younger um SPMS guys um is like bro like how can you not tell me what your skill set is like, like what, how what are your capabilities what, what are your capabilities what's your critical task list you know i don't need you to to memorize all 1,800 pages of that thing, but, like, what's in there? What's the gist of what you can do? Tell me the highs and lows of what you can do. How do you not know how to do that? Like, yeah. And how do you expect me to help you if you don't know, like, one, what's expected of you, 
And then two, where you stand on that. Like if give yourself a grade so it's I like, know, like okay, dude, you're a B plus. Well, dude, I got these C's over here. I got to deal with them first. Mm-hmm. Sorry, think about selection, man. Like you show up at your like you're like, hey, where are you at? Yeah, where are you going? Yeah. Right. Like what's your weight? You know, mm-hmm. you have all your stuff. Yeah. But if you don't know where you're at but, and you can't show me where you're going, like you're never gonna get there, man. Yeah, Sorry. it's an operational gap. It's a yeah. gap analysis that you have to do on yourself and on your kit all yeah. the time, right? And so we we do is is I guess it's the same, man, on, on an aid bag versus what goes on your harness for rescue or anything like this is it becomes almost like a kitchen sink. Yeah. If I got six carabiners, why don't I just have eight? And why don't I have a, yeah, another I micro? Why don't stronger. I? And, and you have all this stuff, but when, when you're in a place where you're moving through, you know, in our case, when we take climbing teams through like canyons and stuff like this, like you, you want the most limited yeah. amount of stuff or else you can't fit. Right. It a lot of this you you're still not getting through. You're not. So and, it doesn't matter. So we just do a dope book and we're like, hey, this time I'm taking this, this, and this. We're running scenarios through this canyon yep. and we're going to see what happens. And so in the end, I need capabilities that I may run across, which should be a one or two person lower, a one or two person raise. I may need to do my own bailout and whatever. And so we did a dope on our harness, man, yeah. like what we carried. And then we're like, holy shit, dude, for the last three canyons we hit, we didn't use this. We didn't use this, but we could have used a second one of these. And then gradually it turned into what we use as a totem rack. So nine times out of 10, we just grabbed the smallest thing. When we hold it up at a classroom, we're like, this is all we take, dude. It's, it's People are like, bull, it's 12 pieces yeah. of gear and it fits all on a small little totem descender but it's the right the carabiner, but it's the right, right shit right. So, yeah and it started and coming in it's like you know what i never lower and raise at the same time right so why would i need that many more right. carabiners right. you don't yeah and here's what people don't get on it is like because we've been seeing when we've been teaching and, yeah. and people get hung up on their shit because they got different stuff right um uh, but every piece of gear that's in there they articulate with each other in a certain way yes that makes them more efficient yeah so if it so looks the same the and you go and buy this thing with different material or different lengths you're gonna like try and pass a knot where you're yeah and it's a it's it's not going to work well. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to work well. Yeah, and even like, if you get down to like a certain rope grab, which for, is fine as long as you know how to get out of it. But like, it, it's so minimal because every piece, every carabiner, every piece of like articulates with it too. The yeah, yeah. Block, like things articulate in a certain manner with different diameter ropes. And the because stuff you, you tested them out, you walk them through, you walk through, and it's done like brake tests and all that we, shit. We try and figure out like what's yeah. going to make it fail, and we try to make it anti fragile, like in the system. And if you did the same thing, right? When you look at your med loadout, yeah. think about this. Yeah. Like you brought up recce before, you brought up direct action. Yeah. What is your aid bag look on those? It's not the same freaking aid not bag, man. Dude, your sick call meds, your showstoppers, things like that yeah. aren't even going to be the same when no, you're on a recce. At least bring something. Right. Like we just right? talked yeah. about today like, yeah. with the guys. It's like, hey, does your aid bag go into your like final position? Right. Like you got a marsh belt, and if you're under, yeah. if you're in tick there, do you need your aid bag? Right. No. And if you get shot, yeah. like where's your aid bag? Yeah. It's pinned down with like nobody there on dead bodies, and so like yeah. no one's gonna get it to help the other guys. So like, yeah. hey, where's that go? Maybe outside of like danger. Right. So it's even like, asking yeah, a different concept so, of like so yeah, yeah exactly but you have to like walk the, through it right so one thing I wanted to hit before I like get off into La La Land totally forget so I loved your idea about a dope book so um, the other things we we're talking about is things like pushing yourselves and stuff like that right so one thing that I do is like what I call reverse um, counseling every time I get to a new unit new commander new sergeant team sergeant whatever you name it and I go to them I say hey guys like here's who I am here's Here's where I'm at. Here's where I want to be. And more importantly, like, I'm going to have flyers. And I don't mean flyers at the range. I mean flyers, that, that concept, but in life. Mm-hmm. right? In this job, whatever job you put me at and whatever I'm doing in life, I'm going to miss. But I'm not missing because I'm just, like, willy-nilly, like, um, you see me Sam out here shooting around, right? right? I'm pushing myself to the utmost limits at all times. I'm pushing whatever... Like the SMS refresher course. Like I was like, hey, I want to do these 
uh, all different kinds of cadaver stuff. I want to do this. I want to try to figure out, can we put blood through cadavers? Can we do all that? And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, but that's how it should be. Like, I should be trying the next level. How do we get to the next stage? So what I want to do is actually implement the Life Dope book, um, like, unlike like my autobiography of how I'm retarded. And like... Just write down like, hey, these are things in life, whether it be while I'm doing a POI, whether it be just while I'm professionally developing or I'm trying to stay organized. David can't shock me enough times because I can't stay focused on this stupid podcast. Like, yeah, and, and in the those end, those things so that you can continue to improve yourself. And let people know, man, like you're not a player. You just crush a lot. I do. Right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like that in the end, that may be your mantra. Yeah. yeah. I, do, I do crush a lot. I know you do, man. And that's why I was telling yeah. you that. Yeah, I just wanted you to feel good. But mostly, it's like you know, failed crushed CPGs. But whatever. No, and, that, yeah. and that's a good point that's because if you're not flying, if you're if, if you're, you're not failing, you're not getting better, man. And that's right? it. And, that's and, my thing. And the thing is, it's safe is, to fail, right, right? there. And we and always talk about like if right. you're a professional, it's not just here, you take what you do serious, but you can't take yourself that serious, right? right? So I got to be very comfortable if we're teaching. Like we have it come up all the time. We had sure. we had the Canadians in there. There's like, dude, I need another way to tie off an ATC, and I'm like, all right, man, like I will fail a hundred times and get that one where you're like, holy shit, dude, that's it. Yeah, right? every, every once in a while it's like a new organization and it like just worked out right and you're like, drop the mic. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. you get it the first time. Yeah, you, the you, you get it the first time. That just worked really but good. But other yeah. times you just got to be like, hey, listen, as ridiculous as solutions, like we're putting everything out there and let's find a solution to the problem that you're having. Yep. And, uh, you know, you, you know, we had that deal with uh, something we teach all the time now. And so we lost a, a, just a stud dude, man, um, back in, in 2015, October 22nd, Josh Wheeler, man. If you like, yeah. question if you're a stud or not, like compare yourself to a stud and just and Google. Yeah, I'm Sergeant Joshua Wheeler, man. And he is an animal. But one of the things he hit up is he's like out of the middle of a training, man. He's just like, hey, dude, like. What can we do with just webbing? Like, I don't want to carry my rope bag. Uh, at that point, he was a, the TL of a team, and we're like, dude, well, we know that the brake strength of tubular webbing, if you look at climbing spec, is about 4,200 to 4,500. I'm not sure what it is with all the different knots, but, like, let's come up with solutions. We took the next three hours, and all we did was figure, within three hours, we figure out that how I can tie my 22 feet of webbing to your 22 feet of webbing. We have now a 66, you know, foot piece of webbing that's good how, for about six how, or someone Now, how can we do that without having to pass knots? Because all we got is a carabiner and webbing, man. How can you make systems yeah, out of this? Yeah, so you can't, you can't, yeah. Yeah, so you. we figure out how to tie the knot, how to put it on the carabiner so you never have to pass a knot. It flows right through your carabiner and then if we had if we had the ability to descend on it then we already have the availability to lower somebody and then it came to a point of like looking around and we find the climbing technology created that one yeah that grabs uh webbing so now all of a sudden we can do mechanical advantages with it and all of a sudden we can do an entire rope system for hauls raises and lowers uh, and and roll 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 and descents with just tubular webbing man and uh and then we went back and then we're like hey man this was working pretty good we feel really safe on it we never had a not even roll on it this and that blah blah then we did brake tests on it with Corey, and uh, then all of a sudden we got that and we're like holy crap dude there's a pretty good safety margin in this but the point is is when we were doing it dude we were doing a bunch of stuff we're like i don't know well it's not it's not going to pass through a winter well what about a spine wrap what about this what about that and you got to be able to throw it down and be able to like say nope that's not going to work that's not going to work and you know whether you're an instructor or you're a team leader or anything like this you got to be totally comfortable with putting it out on the line and failing repeatedly because yeah. if you keep doing it, you are going to get, when you hit the you're magic one, dude, you're going to be able to drop the mic and draws drop, man. Yeah, like, now, like, now it's worth the uh, webbing bailouts and like oh, every class, dude, and everyone that ever does it and they pass the knot through it with like nothing but just like, yeah, manipulating the angle and pull up, pop it a little bit. Like, yeah. everyone's like, 
what the fuck? Yeah, dude, are you it serious? It makes so much sense. Like, we had this capability this whole time. Right, and, and here's the deal. What if we cross, like, like some organizations do, you cross-load webbing. Like, if everybody on your team is carrying 22 feet of untied yeah, webbing. You've got internal capabilities. Like, in, like talk about, like, bailouts. Like, that's an IFAC for it. Right. right. It's all there. Like, you just have to know how to use it the right way. Yeah. It, and no limitations. It's a bailout IFAC. That's it, yeah. man. So I think that's I like important, yeah. right, is, is to be able to do dopes but also feel really comfortable. Like in training, dude, don't give a crap. Just fail. Leave your ego at the door and just freaking come up with badass stuff, man. But fail because you're trying, not because that's it's it. like, like, oh, I'm just here. Like, that's, that's the thing. It's like, not, it's innovate, man. Like, not innovate. Fail. We're not doing ego yeah. fail. You know what I mean? Like, you're innovating. Tigger innovating. Tigger fails. Tigger fails. Not New York, Tigger fails. Yeah. We were talking about fucking Winnie the other day. Or Piglets, you know. Winnie the Pooh's a badass. Yeah. dude rocks it, man. He does. He just pretty much owns He's happy and yeah. You know, he's he's, 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 not, he's, he's not really pushing himself. He, everyone. He's, he's hunting half-lops and woozles. Yeah, yeah. and he's, he's tracking. Yeah, he's like he's doing he's, a little. Like, it reminds me like Rhodesia, man. Like heading into Mozambique, like he's on those half-lops and woozles. Yeah. Like foot patrol movement. They contact. probably taste delicious too. Him and fucking Piglet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to have a lot. The woozle, I don't know. He's probably like kind of gamey. Shady. You know? It's a shady yeah, cat, man. It's a shady cat. I don't know if I want to eat a woozle. Hoofalumps, man? That's kind of yeah. like your... I'm in. Those are, they're plump. They're... Yeah. Delicious a bit. <laughs> we did some... That was a good, that was a good turn, yeah. man. I don't even know yeah. where that came I don't know what that That's what just happened. happened. So, the bottom line is, like, when you're failing, or in life, just make sure that you're failing Tigger style. For purpose. Because you're trying. Right. And you're, like, doing stuff. And you're not, like, down in the dumps, or you're just failing to plan. Like, that's the one thing. Like, don't fail to plan. Like, that... It's a freaking no. Um, that is not a uh, acceptable system here. But everything else, so push I think, yourself. I think one of the things is like when you're trying to identify the gaps that you have operationally and capability wise. I think it goes back to what we're talking about like way last podcast, but it's the same one actually for us. Yeah, um, is like identifying your JPRs, a long time ago, right? Two days ago, and your uh, KPPs. And what's a JPR for for like a medic, right? Like able to uh, identify all the wounds identify all the wounds and be able to intervene on on active bleeding so we call right? it a JPR or KPP they're pretty much the same as well as I think the key right? performance parameters are, are like you can How work within this parameter of, of, of context okay so right? KPP is like a CPG yes yeah, yeah. Right? right and then your, your JPRs are like hey these are the individual skills but what's nice about it is okay. if I say something like be able to identify and intervene on bleeding right yeah. then what that means to a non-medical dude that's so an think, operator yeah. It could just yeah. be a tourniquet and packing, yeah, right? So but what that means to a medic is another list of it, but it's still the same JPR, but the practices yes. are deeper. Just like with that. PFC, like yes. I keep getting these discussions with the people, and floor. people are like, oh, well, you know, PFC is, and it's even in, in the definition right now, sorry, I just don't see how you can say, well, PFC is for the soft medic. Like, no, PFC, we already said, it's not a skill set. So it's not a skill set or certificate that is not for a soft medic. I mean, it, he, he'll probably use it, but it's not just for him. Nope. It just means the level that I'm going to reach at PFC, if I'm not a soft medic, is just probably not as high. That's well, it. that's a great thing because you guys did, right? Technically, we're doing prolonged field care. Yeah. Dude, when we were calling call a friend like, and stuff I, like that, I, that's before, still before was the thing. It was yeah. It was it was just we, my job. Before well, was the thing. Well, for not, like before that, like there was a one of our guys deployed that was involved with the initial form up of the uh, prolonged field care thing. Yeah. And so it's like, hey, this kind of like this this is a thing now. Like we have to yeah. start talking about this. Yeah. And so we actually did a uh, we set up a scenario where me and my buddy and he was kind of in charge of it, and we had the same patients, and we set it down on this thing like, hey, we're now we're in like this safe house. Yeah. Now call a surgical team. And then, like, we both gave, like, the same, like, hey, here's what we have, yep. all this and this, and we have one, the, the teams were both deployed. 
And uh, like the one that like my, my buddy got was like, hey, like, you know, put them down, like start doing nursing care, start doing this. And mine was like, you got an impact? Put them down. Take the vent. Put them under. I was like, whoa, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, like we're, what did I just walk into? Yeah, like, we're like, going straight into this. So like, right. hey, let me rewind. Yeah. Hey, hey, what'd you tell the man to get, like, yeah. this easy button? Like, nursing care? Like, I don't really want to scrub dude's balls, but, like, yeah, like that sounds uh, way better uh, than this vent, man. Like, that's some scary shit. But, yeah. one, one but thing, it identified, like, like, a couple hours. It identified yeah. reality. Like, if you're on a soft team in your safe house, it's like, and you, like, you ha- you pack these bags. Yeah. And they're in your, There's your, a reason you pack your pelican. Yeah. It's like, they might be like, hey, like. You guys like, hey, I'm gonna call for help. It'll all be better. It's like, hey, yeah. well, how much does he weigh? What's going on? Like, is it like, and what kind of lung? Are we doing protective like lung? It's like, yeah. nope. Like, hey, like, put him down, take it. And like, you're doing, you're like, fuck, man. Like, yeah. Okay, next what, thing what, you know, one thing like, though, like, yeah. one thing is, have you ever done that training with non medics, non non special operations? But dude, you're training your operators oh, so because like, when they were out, that's a whole different story, so, man. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, it like, is, but you know what I'm saying? When you look at the principles of what they're doing, they were still doing a call to friend. They were still, dude, and they were sitting on these people for a long time because they're out in the middle of nowhere there just wasn't a you're, medic yeah, within a couple yeah. borders oh, yeah. man but it, I'm with you, yep. it's easy you got to break it down to simple things and like like you're saying man it's not rocket science man no like it used to be in the back of this book i can't remember what it's called rocket but science had, no no oh. it had like these rings on top and yeah were yeah and it, it was water it started off as two rings on top and yeah. you fold it this way and, and then and they like, switched to three and, rings then, and switched this and way. all of a sudden yeah, we forgot about we forgot about the things that weren't involved in teachable c yeah and there's the other like you know, other than the first 20 pages, yeah. the 300 pages. I mean, actually, the process of trying to get yeah. to so help so the 300 pages, 300 pages down there that we kind of forgot trail. about because we just do TCCC, right? Because we're soft, so we just do TCCC. Uh, <laughs> <and, laughs> yeah. It was the Special Forces Medical Handbook. Yeah. And it actually had things like nursing care and yeah. like bandage change and like fasciotomies. Babies. With like, yeah, with like pictures. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, hey, I didn't have to go on my phone with like a Google app. It was actually yeah, there. I had a nice little and like, different suture techniques. But hey, like, hey, what am I saying? Like, hey, like, I don't know. Like, that yeah. was just a thing. It's, it's but never mind we that just thing. made that shit. Yeah, we just for started no reason. focusing we didn't on actually do it. T Triple C. That's all we did. Yeah, and we then said, all of a sudden, it's like, hey, wait a minute. Somebody wants all the stuff there. that we know. Yeah, like it's so almost like we, we have know. like isn't microscopes. That, isn't that just extended tactical field here? That was a joke, guys. I know. Yeah. But it's funny. It's like, and people like, have said that. Yeah. People have said yeah. that, right? Like, and you're like, like, are you kidding me, man? Like, yeah. that's a circle like, and a square. No, like, you, you definitely have to have good tackle field care to get to that level. If everybody's dead, good news. I mean, you don't have to do PFC. I guess if you're a shitty medic, you right? just get, like, you yeah. just think, hey, I'm Once like, again, man, like, yeah, listen, this shit. That's one thing I love and hate about this organization, or a lot of our more elite organizations, is, um, like, as a shitty member of it the good news is you just get to do less work <laughs> like it's like congratulations me- it's like running a mega cub man they all go yeah. down something yeah like it's it's like this flat line like I know how to treat that one yep, man that, that, you Nothing. keep waiting until they get flat and you're like okay sweet we're done <laughs> hey we're gonna call the code bro and like we go get burgers right I close the loop though first I'm like hey David I think we're close we're gonna call the code mm. oh wait no even before that you could be like hey good job team yeah you work really hard let's talk about our H's and T's and by H's and T's I mean like G and T's Gin and tonics. Right, right, right. Yeah, right here. Yeah, deuces. Yeah. Gin and juice, though. We're getting mm-hmm. this. Deuces. Deuces. Nice. But anyway, yeah. But I think that's the thing is breaking down like what you actually want to identify as your gap, and then like, hey, like here it is, and then like you're talking about with the NFPS, like everything before given, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It's like you get this task, and it's like, and then it's like given, like blah 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 blah. Yep. Just identify like what that is. And then you figure out your own given. That's it. Because that's your team internal. Yeah. And no one can dictate, like, what you guys carry. And then start taking it away. Because that's your context. And then, see, that's the next thing we're talking about is yep. you I give them the world and then start pulling shit away. And can you, like, improvise, adapt, and overcome with the shit you have and keep performing the same, like, 
Yeah. So if you if you look at NFPA like for descent yeah, right on ten oh six right, so it's going to be like hey, be able to descend a rope, given a life safety rope, blah, a blah, proper blah. anchor, this 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 and this, and then once you start taking away, you could literally be like hey, can you descend out of a window, given webbing bed sheets and rigor, right, yeah. bend into bed sheets, electrical cord, things you'd find in a hotel okay, or whatever that is, dug, yeah. and then then you just keep rocking the mic, man, and you push the limits, and then you create a safe to fail type of thing, and so and you push you it as far as you can. The statement, and you apply the context that you guys are trained to. Yep. And then you start defining your own given. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. hey, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't work. Like, maybe, like, that correct just didn't happen because you had this little stupid, like, short tube that you got blown in the face and, like, hey, Dude, I, I hate that thing. Yeah. It's not ridiculous. Like, yeah. everyone, like, buys like, those now. Like, anyway, it's a whole other story. And I love a lot of the pieces that come in that kit, so that's yeah. cool. Like, if you want to spend the money, that's like, fine. I would but always get them. Like, I'd take that little stupid thing out, throw it away, yeah. and I'd be like, hey, look, at that's a, like, scalpel I like that you push up and push down. I don't know what it's called because I keep trying to order them and yeah. all these other things. I, think that's I don't the, know why medical supplies are so hard to order. I think that's the correct key. I don't know for sure, I, but yeah. Yeah, one of those things. But yeah, yeah. But yeah so that thing's retarded. <laughs> I, I totally forgot, like, what we're talking about. So the, Stupid fucking crike things. Yeah, it's just... Automatically just yeah, utilizing the crap that you're given. Yeah. I look like a Swedish chef. I, my Swedish roots come out quite quickly because you know, things are just going, going to the Muppets, around. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. I'm but, more one of the angry old guys in the corner. That's, it, man. that's, that's all awesome. Yeah. yeah, look I'm at your team. Look at what here. you're trying to accomplish on whatever your MOS is and where you're trying to cross train them. And like know the ins and outs of all the stuff you have, which for like the measure talking about the IFAC, like make sure you guys know the ins and outs of all that stuff. Change what you need like to, what you want them to use. Yep, and change your permission type, man. If, if, it's like, like if it's going to be a hostage rescue, anything, have the dudes grab an extra tourniquet if they're on the perimeter team, this and that. And you know you got assets based on your dudes yep. coming in, man. And, and there's you can spread that like load using up. them as as your layers to get to the next. And the other thing, thing too, man, which people don't Here's realize, the thing you have what you got, but if you feel the heat come around the horner. Oh. You're ready to drip, drop it in 15 seconds flat. That's right, man. That's right. Heat. One of the best movies, man. Yeah. Right? Um, but the other uh, side, too, is we, we talked to with those guys in that class, too, which was kind of crazy, is, you know, they're talking about, you know, their, uh, you know, where their litter is and this and that. Instead of just being like, hey, man, like, if you're looking at litters, man, whether you're carrying a, a talon or you're carrying a foxtrot or you're carrying whatever the hell you're carrying, man, put a little chem light on that thing. Have your hypothermia kit inside of that thing and uh, and give it to your breachers, man. Right? If you're doing, like, a hostage right, rescue man, or something and you're doing multiple breach points, man, you should have one at each breach point. Because you don't know where you're going to take casualties, yeah. where they're going to be in that building, and in the end, man, as or soon like, as you go, you, like, yeah, dude, like, you can like, bring two perimeter dudes in. So as soon as the call goes down, your team leader calls those dudes in, man. They grab the freaking uh, bag closest to where they're coming in, mm-hmm. and some dudes bring in the van or bring in the uh, vehicle up to the closest entrance. And dude, those dudes lay out. They should know how to open that thing up, lay the hypothermia thing up, let you yeah. be doing your business. You look up, you see the shit's going, move them and, and go. But you don't have to be as a medic. You crossload your freaking capabilities across. Like, like there's no reason one of the breaching get breaching teams can't hit that door, throw that bag right on the outside, and you've got capabilities yeah. around. It's not like you're not carrying some of their gear. Like sure. I don't know why we we stopped there. You know, um, and, and it, since I've been in, it's been a theme of like, hey, well, I'm gonna carry more ammo because I gotta do that. Like, I'm gonna carry some batteries for this guy. I'm gonna carry some of this. But then it's like, oh, I want to like divvy up some medicine. I want to divvy up some things to keep you alive. Like, man, now nah, bro, like you gotta carry it all. Like you, you're the only one. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You got some blue pills and red pills. I don't want anything to do with those two things. Yeah, 
Well, okay, yeah. well, like, I've got, like, four types of ammo, bravo. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, like, it's okay that I have, like, 9 mil and yeah. fucking 308. Like, I, five, I can't, five, six, I can't shoot all of these. I can handle those three things, and you can't have, like, two color pills. Yeah. And you don't, I don't even want you to take them. Just hold them. Yeah, like, like, just give them to me later. Right? Like, don't, just, don't start mixing them in, in fact, bottles. Like, in fact, don't tapes. take them. Just hold yeah. these yeah. two. All right, I'm going to change it real quick just because anyway. you just thought made me think of something that is, like, a there big... There is no spoon. Yeah, exactly. It's a spork. And... Uh, Welcome to the Iraq. There is no extra strategy. <laughs> the Iraq next to the iPhone yeah. and the iPad. One thing that's a real gap that I think we, we can universally say, especially from the civilian side, is freaking sick call meds, man. Showstoppers. Bro, yeah. Having showstoppers exactly. because Show- you don't see I love them. That you call them showstoppers. Yeah. I, mean, I, I would just call them like sick call meds or whatever. And those can change, right, based on your yeah, thing. But I, I can think of multiple times yeah. that we we yeah. use them in the same side of the Revenge, man, that's a showstopper. Yeah, right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. no, yeah, because I am not holding this plastic bag in the spider hole while you just explode. All so, over. I, so for the non-military folk out there, yeah, sorry, My I'll bad. tell you. No, I'll, I'll, I'll let these guys run on what they they will not be uh, yeah, on a mission type without. Yeah. But what I will tell you is the problem you're going to run on the civilian side is is they go to their, their like medical direction will never let me carry this. Yeah. It's not a medical direction problem, right? What it is is find yourself a really good doc. So one of your personal physicians, man, that, that's cool, that uh, you might be able to get for free because you let them come out to the SWAT range and shoot some guns hey, sometimes. Hey, and, and all you need are to get are some of those scripts, man. And not all of them. Some are OTC, but some scripts. And uh, because that's not medical direction, man. That is literally, that is your that is like your doc, man. Yeah, your Zofran and right. shit like yeah. this, right? Yep. Is you can get those scripts from them for your team and what's really cool we did in uh, a place in Florida is we basically all we had one dude ended up having a great doc and uh, he was a retired Navy doc man and he had a uh, just a family practice and what we all did because he was on our insurance we all started going to him and so it made it really easy for him to write scripts uh, that was for the whole team and that's where we got freaking our Zofran that's where we got our Mobic that's where we got all you know Toradol all that kind of stuff uh, that made life sense but so don't go through the complication of having to go through medical direction and them telling you oh my god I don't think you guys can do this or whatever. Speaking, there's no evidence based medicine. Oh god, man. So you even went like a step further than like yeah. the one that I did. Like, hey, that I fact that dudes have. Like, what if you put a couple of those like knuckle bandages in there and some regular band aids? Yeah. And like, you know, yeah. So also like, hey, dog. Yeah. My fingers split open. It's like, well, the bandage in your fucking back. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're at home. Like, first of all, grown men use tape, but if you're gonna use like, a band aid, you get. Like, I usually put Hello Kitty and Flintstones yeah. myself. You know, that's my thing. But you know. yeah. But hey, like, hey, you could put some stuff in there stuff really and nice. be like, hey, yeah, uh, you got some band aids there in case you're a faggot. Yeah, Betty's not a vitamin. Yeah, it's um, like, but it's like how many times you got yeah, things like, exactly. hey, doc, I need a bandage. Like, like, fuck, like, dude, like, yeah. when you're at home and you cut your pinky, like, you Or when they come me. to me for Benadryl or um, a cough drop, like, bro, <laughs> really? Right. Like, did, if that's the case, then could you please clean my weapon? Um, please go ahead and set my radio for me. Uh, change my battery. You know all I carry is like, Ambien and Adderall, man. Yeah. So what's up? Like, yeah. Back off. Like, like, anyway, identifying, like, the point like, is like identifying key things that guys have and issues that are stereostoppers, and then train your guys, enabling them to like take care of that. And okay. they'll actually respect you more. Like right now, it's like you, you guys are being assholes, and, and I sometimes am. But truth is, guys are gonna be like, oh, dude, this guy like is taking the time to teach me what I need to know, mm-hmm. and he's and then respecting me, letting access me, to and it. giving me open access, so I don't have to feel because even though like we hate that we're being bothered. No grown man wants to go to another grown man for a band-aid. For a band-aid. Like, right. This is already an awkward situation. I don't want that. I'd like other awkward situations in life, thanks. Like him coming to you asking for, like, a maxi pad? Yeah. Um, with, uh, don't turn but, to murder. Don't turn to that. That's a little th- something for mm. SK out there for yeah, our point. posse. Yeah. But uh, when we look at that, uh, it's, if you think about, like, 
your your showstoppers yeah, that what what you will not be caught without yeah. right for regardless if it's a it's, it's like, a big deal or whatever that is paramide okay so yeah. let, let's talk about some of that so yeah. go ahead and hit it for yeah. what it's for like, don't join the oops I pooped my crap or oops I pooped my pants club like right. all of us have been there I'm pretty sure if you're above 20 years old um, you poop your pants uh, what you don't want to do is poop your pants mid operation. Because it's just not fun. Or on the weight, man, where you're, it's a go, no so go. Yeah, load, yeah. Go. Yeah. Gear up, that's, go. Load up, nope, stop. Yeah, mine, my first one was uh, on the third story of an Iraqi uh, hospital. So that was awesome. We were going to take care of business, and I could either take another step or... Shit my pants. Yeah, and shit my pants, or I could, like, not take another step. Right. And she's got to get done, right. literally. So it did. Um, so, yeah, that was a really stinky drive home. So lesson learned there, like... Brings a little paramide. All right, so need something for crapping, for yep, pooping, yep. for uncontrollable so, diarrhea, yep, right? You mentioned Zofran, right? Zofran, so I love Zofran. Do you throw up? Yeah, right? so the dissolvable so ones were. fluids where they belong. Down, inside, yeah. Inside the, the other body. one is some non narcotic NSAID, some big yeah. NSAIDs, yeah. So, so for me, well, I, always had, I always had, a, I had Tordal shots on myself, mm-hmm. yep. and then I had Mobic. Yep. And Toradol, man, just for people out there, Dude, like, that shit is incredible. If you take a shot of it and then follow it up with. The pills, man, like that's kidney stone yeah. level stuff for yeah. for yeah. people, dude. You and know lower what back especially. It is it is a magic. Like ketamine is the wonder drug for everything in trauma. I don't know why, but Toradol is the wonder drug for. But I always back. like on my kit. It was in my marsh belt. I had yeah. like one syringe needle and like one thing in Toradol because like at some point someone's gonna like be like I'm on this helicopter or sitting there and like my back is fucked. Yep. We still go some places like got your brother pull shirt up and like hit him with Toradol. Yeah. And it's like damn. It's a little bit sting though. So, but 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 dude, my yeah. ankle was thrown yeah. out and I gotta give props out. You know who you are from the uh, PJ realm, man. When we were in Utah, man, hooked me up with uh, a shot and then I was banking, dude, that whole dude, time like in canyons where you're standing and stuff like that oh, yeah. dude, dude it was almost dangerous because I didn't feel it at all man it was nice but yeah. th- that's what got me through man it was Which, it was killer so those are those are things that you um, and like, like, you can add like throw something in like Excedrin and shit because God yep. has a good head Headaches, yep. there, it, just, it knocks it out I like um, to put a little bit of like and, and this is me being a bit of a hugger um, like some of those lemonade packets or whatever in there in each of the guys things too because they're not going to drink water as much as they're supposed to when you're doing yeah. long, long range. Yeah. So at least you can kind of flavor it up. Mm-hmm. So when you're like your eighth boiling hot freaking water or out of a bottle, keep you're like, yeah, now I'll drink boiling hot lemonade. It's a little bit better. Or you could do scratch apple cider, which is made for yeah. that. Dude, I love that stuff. Yeah, that stuff is pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. But uh, And then the other thing I always had, too, was some way to close wounds. So for me, it was yep. like Dermabond and Steri-Strips. Yeah. You'd be able to clean it and close the wound real quick without having to grab sutures because typically in my salt stuff I'm rolling, I don't have my suture. Yeah. And, so and staple sometimes is not a bad thing. Yeah, if, staples, you, if you're worried that you can't clean it well so enough and you don't want to completely close it. Close it yeah. I say lidocaine is one of those things that I think you should put in there personally. Yeah. Like, um, just because when you start stapling dudes, uh, if you don't get punched in the mouth, um, I get punched in the mouth enough for being mouthy. I don't need it because I'm stapling you. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's... But you can do it without, too. You like, we put up in dude's heads come, before yeah, and, heads and just fine. be like, dude, this it's, is... A lot of times it's hands. Yeah. Dudes get real sensitive about... But good news is that one less hand to hit you. Mm, right, so that, sure. You know, that's the thing, though, man. But, identify those key things that, like, you yeah. guys are always going to have issues. And then imagine you're stuck on a helicopter waiting to go do, like, whatever the hell you're doing and being able to, like, reach and grab real easy while you're sitting there and then treat somebody real fast. Yeah. 
in a short time period without taking your bag off, undoing it because yeah. you know, right in your pocket, man, right in your pocket, they can just pump yeah. out, man. Like most of our guys, we talked about those, pockets already. Uh, the Planko things, the little boxes, you flip them up, and it's all these little pills. I'm all and then you stick them in your cargo, like your shoulder on your cries, yep. or your pants, like something like that, and then you're ready to roll with that stuff. Like, yep. and I was like, hey man, I got a fucking headache. You pull it out, pop it up, and just like hand it over. Like, Here you go, bro. Yeah, and it's like done. Altoid tins um, are kind of my thing because I'm cheap and poor. Um, but yeah, just some kind of container that. And depending on where you're at, man, like maybe some sort of seasonal allergy thing and so, this and that. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember on a barricade, we had a barricade. It ends up being like knowing your guys, right? Yeah, it is. So like, do, you, do I got a couple of guys that get some allergy issues? Then I should probably, even if I don't, I'm going to bring some. I'm just going to bring more if I do because somebody's going to have that random time. Um, and it's environment or like yeah. mission-based, right? So things a lot of guys I don't feel like think about is coughs. Mm-hmm. So if I'm sitting in a spider hole or, you know, and doing surveillance in, in a small hole somewhere, I took the time to dig a hole. I took the time to get there under cover darkness. Now I got to sit there. I've taken the time to hold this dude's poop in a plastic bag. Am I going to let it get compromised because he's coughing? Sure. Right? So I do some hurricane spray for things like that and some cough drops so that you can just... That's a, that, that's a great point out. and that was like one of the big things too is is for civilian SWAT teams man like you need to equip your freaking snipers with stuff because yeah. they are out and a lot of oh, times you're yeah and you aren't able to really get to them without yep. potentially compromising and so you need to think about like what is that shit and that on, they need on, and in Florida and stuff like it was a problem man yeah. like you get stuff with like some bug spray for those so guys like yeah. in your department like I don't know how it works like civilian side but like you gotta look out for those guys so that might be something like hey like we're gonna or, we're gonna buy through the department a bunch of bars and stuff like that because we were just talking to guys this week they're like hey yeah. we're on the building for like eight hours mm-hmm. and no one brought us food and right. there's this hostage thing going on and they brought Chick-fil-A and the, all of a sudden like the, the guy that had the hostage was like I'm just really hungry for chicken sandwiches so the sniper shit got given to this guy right like, hey man like can, through your apartment can you buy some bars or food so when they deploy they got food on them so when they're sitting there they yeah. can actually focus on their job and not be like, man, we really wish I had a fucking hamburger. And it's yeah. the same call. If you're in Florida, man, have some sort of seasonal allergy thing. Because if you're laying prone, which, which our guys would shit. always, man, next thing you know, like their eyes are starting to itch you, and this yeah. and that. And they're like, you're something's, the something's skills, keying yeah. them yeah. off, man. And they're, yeah. And they're like starting to sneeze and do all this crap, man. It's, it's, it's like, not cool. And it's like one of the things I always had is in my salt bag, man. And like, and I just never not had it because we worked on helos so much is I wash. Yeah. yeah. Like, dudes don't think about it. Yeah. You're working around helicopters, you're, working, you're doing mobility, yep. something like that. Like, it's like, it seems like a really stupid thing, but like, dude, like, life limber eyesight, man. Like, dudes are getting shit in their eyes. You gotta be able to blast this stuff out, man. Yeah. Like, and, and you've you've heard me chat about this, and you and I talked about it um, at the CCP when we first met. I've been obsessed with those uh, Morgan's lenses for a long time. Oh, yeah, it's been like, you know, mm-hmm. so those things are awesome. Lenses, it's really yeah. hard to yeah. order. Yeah, I still don't know how to. Order I don't know. Them, man. Like, there's like a magic number someplace. Yeah, and like, I always order like the two part for it, and not the actual lens. Like, what the fuck is this? Okay, like, so I mastered the set. So, thing with yeah. with yeah. The yeah. eyes, man, yeah. is we do a lot of vehicle extrication stuff yeah. too, right? So you're hitting a sawzall across an A-post, B-post, and sparks are like. Yeah, and what's incredible is you'll get you'll get wind like part of like metal sometimes, and there's that thing, man. And NAR has the North American has that thing in their ENT kit or whatever that actually has a magnet magnet. Yeah. You actually used that before, I and as you go really, across, dude, like it's incredible it, yeah. for when you're doing that, like man. vehicle or helo yeah, education. Yeah, something gets up underneath your your glasses, or somebody just What's wipes their eye like and it's all over their yeah. gloves, and they got metal, dude. So that thing actually, I was so surprised when I saw that. I'm like, that is freaking That's, brilliant, man. Yeah, genius. I, I love it. But um, I was actually like, like, talking about eyes. Like I don't know, I'm like I'm thinking about should I have like in my assault bag. I had the little bluminator thing. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. like, that's, a, that's a medical call. Like, do I back this guy? And it's like, whoa. Yep. Look at that big thing there. Yep. Like, hey, yeah. get out of here, buddy. I can't fix that. Like, yeah. so, so we're 
moving into that kind of stuff, like, so we got the showstoppers of meds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's your, like, when you talk about, like, bring monitors for your eyes, like, what do you bring in general for that kind of stuff? Like, like I don't go anywhere, especially after um, you guys, without some kind of ability to do neuro check. So most of it's yeah. up here in my head, you know, I can just do it on, but I got to have Are something. Are you saying we're all messed up? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> there definitely was. Eating charges. Some, some moments. Some moments where we all were like, whoa, that was. You guys, um, are, you guys are going back out yeah. again. When, now that when being Ted said, eating lettuce, before like, he gets oh, into this, man, that, that's another big thing because I remember even doing training when we were tearing down these, um, uh, we were tearing down a mall or whatever in, in Clearwater. So we had every EOD, Tampa, everybody was down, blowing stuff up into the, hallways in the back ways of a mall and stuff like that and there were dudes that were like getting nauseous getting this just from eating uh, charges man yeah. and those things so you know no matter who you are if you do any kind of explosive charges and things like this you need to be conscious of it besides bombs you need, going like, off you by need you the mace card in your, like in your bag yeah mace card in your bag at a minimum um, it's easy to find something that can do like point yeah like yeah point pain and all that kind of stuff but something like that and then write that shit down yeah like, even if it's just training, you're, you're swallowing bombs, you're swallowing bombs. And you should be writing it down anyways to even trend them, right? See exactly. where they're at there. Yeah. And then, but then you have a record of it, at least, yep. for any future ones. what's going to happen is you can be conducting training, you'll be going through like, whatever course you've gone through, and you'll be blowing charges. And then, like, 2 a.m., like, someone's going to call you and be like, hey, man, I'm feeling kind of nauseous. nauseous yeah. yeah. What do you think that is? Yeah. It's probably not the Wendy's. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably internal charges in a cement building. <laughs> yeah. Probably the fact right. that, like, but it's like if you have a, if like you kind of go through it, you can kind of tell if like someone eats a little bit of charge. Just, I mean, you don't have to do a soap note, but take a note, and then like he, like he gets that call. It's like, hey, you're symptomatic. Like, yeah. boom, there you go, TBI. Like, and, and nowadays, like guys are getting kind of like, messed up, man. With this, yeah. it's a lot of it going on. And that's the other thing is that could be what masks something else. So yeah. that's the yeah. other problem we have, right? So your PTS problems, your TBI problems, and your larium or your um, mefloquine, all your different anti-malaria pills problems if you look at those three guess what they all look like the, the exact same the same thing yeah. like they're all samesies and we're not supposed to do not till tomorrow like after tomorrow we're right. not going to be anymore <laughs> but um, suddenly they're still there so no you more think about that and just write it down yep. so that, along with training that's why I want to kind of pick this up um, I know it's again a little huggy but like every time you train that you're blowing something up or you're rocketing or you're dropping mortars or um, your decibel get, level gets too high just write it down. Yeah. Like, there's no big deal to, like, have this giant thing because over time, we've proven over and over again, like, the mass is a problem all in one. But micro, over and over for long periods of time, whole different ballgame. Yeah. Um, so just write it down and, and then at least, maybe you can't fix the guy, but you can at least... At least, like, as, at some point as he's transitioning to get out, like, you've got this playbook. And there's tons of people, man, up in Maryland that are, like... Trying to figure it out. Like, like, Nico, stuff like this. It's man. just, like, yeah. man, it's a and bad it's not, not that your notebook's going to do anything, but at least it has a tracking record. Yeah. And, like, you just... All you got to do is Xerox some sheets, put on thumb drive, and when the dudes are checking out your team and leaving, like, hey, here you go, man. Here's all the shit we've been exposed to. Exactly. And then, you know, your geniuses, like Mark Gordon or somebody else out there, will look at him and be like, hey, bro, like, um, I don't have all the details I wanted, but I've got a pretty good... Um, mind map here what's going on and uh, I can kind of steer you towards the right direction get you taken care of like awesome you know so that's and then that's from the there like piece. you can kind of gen up some like SF600s for like hey you need this like let's put it together but yeah. like if you don't have dates like man 
like I don't remember stuff anyway, probably yeah. because I have a lot of TV. I don't know where I was yesterday. Yeah, and so it's like if I have like my little journal of like every time we did something stupid, like then you could go, hey, like hey, from yeah. this date to this date, we had like twenty seven exposures, and then you can sit down with like your PA or your doctor, like hey, yeah. here's the stuff I got, and he could probably just do a blanket statement. And you could put that in your life dope book, yeah. right? Your That's life it, man. Right? Like it could be like the dope on your body, like oh, dude, because we have rebluing, we have all these other things, we we go through all our gear, right? We clean up our ropes, we we put them, in, and then it's like, hey, oh, uh, I'm sorry, JJ, I'm looking at this. Yeah, we're about to life cycle, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm probably <laughs> like I'm pretty much cash, bro. Yeah, I've been done. cash for a long time. But you know what I mean, like, and then you yeah, clean right, the dude right. up, like, be like, hey, let's just check him. How do how do I know? Like, so when I knock myself out in mountain school, yeah, that's the thing. Um, and, like, they didn't have a baseline on me, so they did the scan afterwards, and they're like, well, it actually looks like you were knocked out two weeks ago. And at the time, I was like... See, I don't remember I'm yesterday, like, yeah, so maybe. at the time, I'm like busy just being, you know, aggressive from being knocked out and being an asshole and be like, this doctor didn't fucking know it. And then, like, you know, you look back 10 years later and you're like, well, no, like, dude, like, we blew shit up all the fucking time. My brain probably always looked like that. Mm-hmm. So, but if you don't have that baseline, if you're not sending dudes in to get MRIs, you're not sending dudes in to scans or whatever, you have no idea yeah. until, until it happens. And then you're like, oh, shit, now what? So baselines all the time. Um, but anyway, that's that's a side note from training. Um, and a hit on showstoppers and showstoppers as in like showstoppers in your life book. Yeah, like, what do yeah. you keep wrong? But yeah, I think that, that life dope book. I think I'm actually gonna start approaching like thinking about different ways. How do I keep notes on how I went right, how I went wrong, and like what's happened to yeah. me, and then do that for your guys. No, I, I think that's awesome. And from a medic man, you kind of need to like, if you, if, especially if you're, you know, we were talking about this as far as stuff we we're talking with. Fans trailing about it as far as like the professionalism and, and what do those guilds look like and you know when they did oh, original universities right yeah. of the guilds right you had yeah. your you, you know when they started uh, <laughs> you started looking at it and when they originally did it they went to clergy who were the teachers so universities got the basically your bachelors your masters and your PhD off of what they gained from that and it was off of you know basically just learning confidence level then getting into um, building into like a knowledge base which is kind of your PhD but one of those parts is going out and and seeing how other people do it. You may know how your group does it, but going out and seeing how Ryan's group does it and this and this, you're going to pick up things. You're like, dude, we do the yep. same thing, but dude, never thought of doing that. Exactly. And yeah. the big thing is like, get out of your circle and start looking. And there's a lot of a lot of places that do things right, and there's a lot of places that, that are not so much doing things right. right. But I will tell you, man, um, for a lot of the tactical, civilian tactical law enforcement, man, you know, we were just talking about this the other day, is... Uh, um, they it, need something to start showing them what right is. It is, man. And, and it's it, not like it's not that they're doing it wrong. They just don't have the operational experience in the context of, mm-hmm. like, what dudes in soft are getting. And then, like, some of the stuff they're getting from guys in soft is, like, dudes that are, like, those two mechs that we talked about. They're, like, the, the gym rat or the, yeah. the shooter or the right. fucking, like... The 18 MD, like so, they're getting the bad information from like shitty medics, right? That, that and, don't like, have the context. Be... But I, I can tell you, for all the civilians out there, man, if, is if you have anybody around you, probably have done some sort of joint task force or anything like that that involved like the marshals. Yep. And if you find anybody from the marshals, um, are going to typically be pretty good as it is. Uh, but if they happen to be part of like their saw group, man, and and these we guys celebrate are, the marshals, we do, man. They are they are <laughs> like a squared legit, away group. So the marshals saw guys, man. Um, are squared away. They're medical piece. Those those dudes train 
phenomenal. You know, it's very they, they, rare they that you see people right come in way. with some of the some of the toys, the big boy toys, and everything, and they, 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 they just don't know. Right way, like yeah. those dudes know how to use them. They get it done. I mean, it, time and time again, man. Um, those dudes are good, and their medical program is phenomenal. Like for from the federal side, man, I think they're second to none. Yeah. Um, but if you find this, you because you'll have saw guys in, in adjoining cities and things like that from from Atlanta to here to uh, different areas, man. Is is search a couple of them out and medic or not medic, man. Go to their operators because their operators are trained really, really well, also, man. And uh, uh, the guys there just train up on those principles and they do it right. Yeah. You know, and so find assets that you know do it right, and, and then start them, looking man. at them. Yeah, find model them, find a mentor. And, That's it, man. And find mentees, which is yeah. uh, actually perfect. I was just um, with some Adderall um, moments scrolling through some emails, and I just got an email from uh, from a guy, Matthew Bartlow. Uh, quick shout out. So um, I do a mentor program, a mentorship program for a lot of the uh, eighteen deltas as they're getting ready to transition from being students into actually getting on the teams. Um, and he just wrote me an email like, hey, you know, I just finally got here to Germany. Like, I, and I realized we have no SOPs. So and I t- in, in some of my classes I teach him is like, hey, this is how a, a general gist of how you kind of get a good idea of what, what a good team looks like, what a bad team looks like, whatever. And if you find yourself in a position where you're surrounded by a bad team, Still look at how to get better and just feel free to reach out to me mm-hmm. and I'll be that mentor until you can figure out who to pick up. So there's a, a chance where like right here in the middle of this podcast we're talking about it, it actually worked out. Um, so it's awesome to kind of see that guys are doing the right thing and looking for yeah. somebody to look, look up to. And look, yeah, and that's the big thing is also. Like, I don't know yeah. why it's me. Like, that. sorry, buddy. But, <laughs> but. Look out of that pond that you're in, man. Like, yeah. look at look at how other places are doing it. Learn, even if it's what not to do. Yeah. Right. Like, I learned a lot of great, like, how not to lead from some of my early leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm clearly implementing all of those plans now as I lead on the opposite end. So, all but, right. Yeah. So we ripped up. Oh, we're, we're, well, we're into our. Uh, we well, podcast so three. Are we, are we're gonna have to go into some comp- uh, yeah podcast three. Yeah. I think we wait for the huge EBM debate until we all link up probably over the phone on Skype or something. Start so planning out a little but bit. But we'll yeah. uh, we'll start calling this one out since we're we're I don't even know what the approaching, call is. approaching so one thirty. So uh, we're well after midnight. It looks we, like we're gonna have yeah. a long ass night tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, training yeah. into the evening. But uh, JJ, you're a pimp. Thanks, dude, for no, your for, for your knowledge me. coming in. Yeah. Obviously, David Ryan, and uh, hit us up with any questions. Wait for podcast three, He's man. In the Middle East. Yeah, we'll yeah, uh, probably not gonna happen. Not gonna happen, yeah. sir. We'll, we'll cause open. We'll cause a lot of perturbations and uh, people to get pissed off on the next one. But keep Sweet. it in the context. We're out. Yeah. Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> this beat. This my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right, on top of the tricky.